Hey folks, it's the Buckeye Blitz. I'm Tito Jeff Fidoff. I'm on the X at Fit Happens. I just realized I'm wearing a green shirt. Probably a bad idea for Notre Dame week for Ohio State guy to wear a, a, a green shirt here on the Buckeye Daily Blitz. But I'm doing it now. I won't do it when I do the um, the crossover podcast with my cousin, RPT, who does the Notre Dame, uh, the Fighting Irish Daily Blitz. Uh, we're going to do one of those, though, coming up to preview the game. Uh, by the way, yeah, follow me on the X at Fit Happens. Go to fanstreamsports.com. It's our website. Also, download the app on Apple and Android. Uh, we are on Fanstream Sports, powered by DSP Media, but it's a free app, round-the-clock programming, so many great programs, great shows we have uh, covering uh, things all across the country. So um, check it out. Great programming. Like, listen, subscribe, share, all those things. Also go to the Facebook page, interact with hosts, um, and uh, it's a Fanstream Sports Facebook group with hosts and other fans and whatnot. But Notre Dame week. And uh, some news out of the way first. We'll get to negative news other than the green shirt I'm wearing. But uh, Gerby Lambert, who is in the class of 2024 offensive lineman, four-star guy that Ohio State was pursuing, he had his final list um, of potential teams. And they, the ones he wanted they were is Ohio State, Notre Dame, and Harvard. And he chose Notre Dame. So that's a hit for Ohio State. Good for Notre Dame. They get a four-star offensive lineman for the class of 2024. Um, Ohio State still has a great class coming in. They'll continue to add players to that. But uh, let's talk now about what was said after the Western Kentucky game. Now, Ryan Day and the coaches had some availability on Tuesday. And so um, one of the big things that was criticized or scrutinized going into the season, criticized into last year, and one of the big things that we were looking at for Ohio State in this up in this season now is the fact that um, the offensive line was in a big for a major overhaul and didn't look great the first couple weeks, um, but they did look solid against Western Kentucky in their 63 to 10 win. And that's one of the things Ryan Day said. He said that, you know, it's a step in the right direction was the phrase that he used. And I agree with that. The Ohio State offensive line looked better. It's looked better every week so far. And that's important going into the Notre Dame game. That's all I want to see from Ohio State. When we talk about, oh, they should be Indiana by more. They should have dominated them by more points. They should have done more against Youngstown State. Okay, all the, they were very vanilla in their offense until they got to Western Kentucky. Then they opened it up. We saw what happened. All I wanted to see was improvement every week from Kyle McCord. Saw that. Improvement the offensive line. Saw that. Improvement the defense. Yes. So, all these things are setting up nicely for the game against the Fighting Irish in South Bend on Saturday. Um, you know, there's a lot of talk about this being Kyle McCord's first big-time game, you know, first big-time opponent playing on the road in South Bend. And I'll push back on that a little bit from the standpoint of that it, the pressure that he puts on himself. He got a start last year, remember, and got a win. And then he gets to start at Indiana. Not an easy place as far as, like, to start your – it's an easy place to play. Uh, to start your first season as a full-time college ball starter, which is what it looked like it was going to be for him from the start, on the road in the Big Ten Conference, nothing is taken for granted in that regard. It wasn't a great game. It was still a big-time game for him. So the fact he's got now four starting, four games as a starter under his belt, three this year, one last year, the fact he's got that under his belt says a lot about where he's at now. So I'm not like sitting like, oh my gosh, he's going to be so tested because it's the Notre Dame. It'll be tough for him. The lights are shine too bright. The stage is too big. None of that's true for me. I don't think that's going to be true for Kyle McCord. I think he's had enough pressure he's put on himself in other games before this one 
this is a uh, certainly a very a marquee game and all that, but that doesn't mean there's more pressure on him than he would have felt in his first time starting in a college game or first time starting on the road in the Big Ten, things like that. So I'm not that concerned about that part of it. Now, Ohio State's offense and Kyle McCord will be challenged, very much so. Notre Dame has got a... Uh, probably an underrated defense, and they've got a very veteran defense. And so it's not going to be like it was against Youngstown State or Western Kentucky. But nonetheless, the performance that McCord had and the offense had in that game, in those games, uh, specifically in Western Kentucky, though, does help out quite a bit heading into this. All right, let's flip to the other side of the ball. We'll do more. I'm telling you, I won't wear a green shirt next time when I'm doing this with my cousin Rob, who does the Fighting Irish Daily Blitz. I I will make sure to be donned in more Buckeye gear at that point. But... um, the defense for Ohio State, Sam Hartman's going to be tough to defend. He is the best quarterback Notre Dame's had in years. Um, I was trying to think when the last time, and I'm not talking about the overhyped Ron Paulus or guys like that. There were guys that have been overhyped for you. Brady Quinn. I wasn't that impressed with Brady Quinn anyway, but maybe it's the best one since Tony Rice. God, I can't wait to argue with my cousin about this, but he is going to be tough to defend. He is a very talented quarterback, and they do have decent weapons there. This is Notre Dame's. I know last year's game against Notre Dame in the horseshoe was a struggle, 17-10 to 10 win for Ohio State, um, although Buckeyes won by seven. The game felt like it was – the gap was wider than that, in my opinion. This one is Notre Dame's best chance to win a game against Ohio State in years. Years. I've never felt threatened by Notre Dame during the couple years they played in the 90s, during the bowl game they played. I never really felt threatened that Notre Dame might beat Ohio State. This one, though, is a different beast. Notre Dame is a damn good team this year. Well-coached, veteran team. And Sam Hartman's a big part of that. Uh, Jim Knowles was asked about uh, the plan for defense, and one of the things he said was that he's not planning on changing up how they rotate players in and out on the defensive line. That looks like that's going to stay the same. He just said, look, we want fresh guys in there, and they do have depth along the defensive line. Fresh guys in there, rotate them out still like they have in other games, it, and you don't, you're not going to lose a lot depending on who goes in, who comes out. But that's Jim Knowles' plan right now for the Buckeyes heading into the game against Notre Dame. Uh, one of the big things, though, and again, there'll be more about this later on, but Notre Dame's ability to be successful in the play-action pass is something Ohio State's got to watch for. And that's something to work on a lot this week, worked on a lot this week, I'm sure, is how to defend Notre Dame's play. Because Notre Dame's got great running back, a great running game, and Hartman can beat you with his arm. So um, they have to figure out a way to neutralize the play-action pass uh, by Notre Dame and what they do there. So it should be a lot of fun. Like I said, there'll be a bigger preview tomorrow that'll come out, I guess, on Friday is probably when it'll be released Friday morning, but nonetheless, a bigger preview forthcoming on this Ohio State Notre Dame game between me uh, that will include me and my and cousin Rob RPT um, for the Fighting Irish Daily Blitz. All right, let's switch gears now and go to men's basketball. The schedule was released for the Ohio State men's basketball team, um, and uh, they uh, we, we knew a lot of the, we knew the games were going to be. We knew who they were playing. We already knew the non-conference schedule, but now we can fill in some of the blanks. Ohio State now, as they've done for the last few years, will play two Big Ten games in December. Uh, this year, those games are going to be against Minnesota, and that will be uh, here in Columbus on December third, and at Penn State and State College on December 9th. That'll be Ohio State's first true road game on December 9th when they play at Penn State. They will have uh, the Oakland. Texas A&M here on November 10th will be a big game. I can't wait to watch that one. A&M's a quality, quality team. That'll be a big test for Ohio State early on in the season. This goes back to where I love that Holtman is scheduling better games early in the non-conference schedule. As we go through the schedule, I'll read through a few more of the games here, but uh, A&M is a 
quality opponent for the Ohio State Buckeyes. Luckily, they're playing here in Columbus this year. Next year, they'll be in College Station. They then host Merrimack, Western Michigan. Okay, easy wins. Uh, they uh, play Alabama and then either Oregon or Santa Clara in the second game in a tournament down in Florida. And then Central Michigan here, Minnesota here, Miami of Ohio here, and then at Penn State. Then they got the UCLA game as part of that CBS Sports Classic in Atlanta, Georgia. They play New Orleans. They play West Virginia up in Cleveland. So now we're talking about in the first until – we get to January. Ohio State will have one true road game. Not the worst thing in the world, but they do have opportunities to get some big-time wins, high-profile wins. When you're talking about teams like Alabama, Oregon, you know, obviously uh, UCLA, those are all West Virginia, um, you know, A&M. Those are all possibilities for Ohio State to get some big wins. Get the Big Ten schedule, and they've got uh, they're going to play Michigan twice this year, which I like. They play at Michigan on January 15th. They're going to turn around. And they're going to host Michigan on March 3rd. The Buckeyes' Big Ten schedule wraps up with the game at Rutgers on March 10th before we get into the Big Ten tournament. Uh, switch back to football for just a moment, by the way. 2025 schedule. Uh, they've got their non-conference games set. Ohio State's opening up on the football side. Now we'll go back to that. On the football side, Ohio State hosts Texas August 30th. The Arch Manning third year in the program uh, on August 30th, 2025. They're also going to play in-state Max School, Ohio University on September 13th. On October 18th, they'll play Connecticut. That'll be their third non-conference game. We'll fill out the rest of the schedule, obviously, once they get the 2024 and 2025 Big Ten schedule set. But that's the 2025 season, what we're looking at for Ohio State football. All right, we'll switch back over to women's basketball now. And um, the late, the first bracketology for um, Big Ten Women's Tournament came out, and Ohio State was uh, listed as one of the potential number one seeds. They've got four number one seeds, obviously. LSU, the overall number one seed. The other three number one seeds are Ohio State, um, UConn. So LSU, Ohio State, UConn, UCLA are the four number one seeds in the first bracketology released by ESPN. There are eight Big Ten teams in that field. Um, Ohio State is the one. Iowa is a two. Indiana is a three. Maryland is a four. Nebraska and Illinois, both seven seeds in this bracketology. Michigan and eight, and Purdue in the play-in game as an 11 seed. Just goes to show you how stacked the Big Ten's going to be this year. And if you want to take it a step further, take a look at the three of the four schools that are joining in next year uh, for the Pac-12 are also in the field. USC is a as a uh, or UCLA is a one seed. USC is a five. Washington is an eight. So that would put 11. Big 10 teams in this field with the expanded conference, if that were the case this year. So, uh, and include two of them, uh, number one seeds in the Big 10, UCLA and Ohio State. Then, you know, Iowa's a two, Indiana's a three, Maryland, four, USC five. That's that right there is six teams that are seated fifth or better among the schools currently and in the future going to the Big 10. That shows you how deep the Big 10 women's side is going to be in basketball so uh can't wait for that love the ucla is coming in usc they're both quality programs washington uh, head coach kevin mcguff's uh former school and so um that's gonna be fun as well when they get here and and i can't wait to talk to coach kevin mcguff here soon about the prospects for the season and the fact they are a preseason number one seed according to espn's bracketology one more note just so you know uh, miami florida tight end cam mccormick has petitioned for another year of eligibility. This is just a fun story. It's not about the Big Ten. It's not about the Buckeyes. Interesting story, I should say. Uh, McCormick is 25 years old. He started his career at Oregon, and then uh, he was seven years in the program with the Oregon Ducks because of various injuries and waivers and whatnot, the COVID year, all of those things. 
and now he's applying for another year. This would be his ninth year of college football if he gets the chance to do it in 2024. So he's already got eight years. I, I don't think the NCAA is going to deny him. I, I mean, it could be a record right there. No one's ever done nine years of college eligibility at the football level. We'll see if it happens. But that's Cam McCormick, tight end for Miami. Not a huge player. You know, he, he scored a touchdown when Oregon beat Ohio State here in Columbus, I think it was, a couple years ago. But not, not a big-time player. Just a neat little fun story that McCormick might end up getting nine years of college football unheard of. All right. That's the Buckeye Blitz. I promise you, next time, scarlet and gray colors, Buckeye hat, when we do the Notre Dame-Ohio State preview with Cousin Rob with the Fighting Irish Daily Blitz. Thanks so much for tuning in. Download the app. Again, Apple, Android, it's there. It's free. Do it. Like, listen, subscribe, share, all of that. Go to fantasysports.com. Go to the Facebook page. This has been the Buckeye Daily Blitz. Follow me on the X at That Happens. Have a great day.